been hit for Between the Matters. And joining us on this Between the Matters is Matthew Robinson, co-director of Media Gratier. This is going to be probably the best Between the Matters ever. Because we just we just came up with it. It's it's not like we've set the bar real high. I mean, no, 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 no no throwing shade to you, Matthew. I'm sure it's going to be. I agree. It's going to be the best one. But to be fair. Yeah, I mean the, the last like, one. It's not like the, they were; they've been amazing. The last one we took eighteen minutes and and took turns reading the Luther Insult Generator. Yeah, so I hate I missed that. One. Yeah, yeah, that one was the best one until now. Yeah, that's right. That's right. All right, so my so my story. Yeah, I've actually got two really good stories, but uh, oh boy, but uh, this <laughs> one is probably the best. And if you're just tuning into Between the Matters, this is just you know where we just kind of talk off the cuff about things going on in our life. Uh, so you really get the insight into who we are and, and just kind of our personal lives. But so if you've been following us uh, for any amount of time, you'll know that my me, my wife and I we are expecting our first child. And so my wife just entered into her third trimester. And so she's in the nesting stage. And I come home and the house is just a wreck because she's been she's been rearranging furniture. Uh, every time I come home, it looks like something different. Okay. Uh, but the, the kitchen was really just a mess. And it had been a mess for a couple of days. So I decide, well, I'm going to be the good husband and I'm going to go clean it. So I go and I start cleaning the kitchen and lo and behold, she comes in, yells at me for cleaning. Now, before I would get yelled at for not cleaning. Now I'm getting yelled at for cleaning and I'm just so confused. I don't know what to do. I don't know. So we had an argument about me cleaning the kitchen. You say yes, ma'am. That's what you do. <laughs> well, I told that to, to one of our friends, and she said, "Well, Drew, it's because you weren't cleaning it right." Yep. Did she? Is that the story? That is the story, man. So, so I feel like I, I feel like that, that there's a movie that will remain, remain nameless, but th- there's a there's a a story in that movie as well where where the guy goes that somebody is asking a couple, "So, how did you guys meet?" And the guy goes, "Well, funny story, actually. Our parents introduced us." Crickets, crickets, crickets. Oh, so you, are you saying my story's not funny? Is well, I was. I mean, I was kind of expecting like a, like a, like a, like a, like a hook, window to break like or something. Or yeah, I don't know. Or the dog chewing a wall again. Or I, I, I mean, know. look at I Josh. Mean, Josh is like, oh no. <laughs> None, neither I mean, of you guys like going to stand up, please. Like, I wasn't trying to be funny. <laughs> don't quit your day job, is what you're saying. I mean, I got yelled at for doing what every wife wishes their husband would do. You just weren't doing it the way she wanted you to do yeah. it. See, this is yeah, that was I the mean, normative principle of cleaning. Uh, yeah. yeah, I guess so. <laughs> yeah, you just have to bear with them, man. I mean, I, I I I stopped trying to put the dishes in the dishwasher a long time ago because <laughs> I don't put them in there right. There's a certain way that you put them in there right, and and it, you know, we, we're men and we're like, look, we're trying to do something here domestically, and we don't really feel like you're giving me enough credit for that, and so it just doesn't go in a good place. Fold the towel into thirds, mm-hmm. not half, mm-hmm. when it's hanging. In, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I've gotten that one. But another cool story, because I mean, Chris and I got to go see uh, Doctor Lawson uh, this Sunday, this past Sunday at Praise Mill. Yeah, um, and uh, and we had we've met Doctor Lawson a couple times, and we had 
breakfast with him at you know shepherd's conference and stuff like that so um so he remembered us from that which was really cool um he it was almost like he was happy and relieved to see us uh, he was tired but, poor guy yeah yeah he was he was exhausted but uh so we're so we're there and we get through you know all the liturgy and, and worship through song and my wife's sitting next to me and as soon as dr lawson gets up to preach uh our son starts flipping and tumbling in the womb i mean wow. he can't sit still yeah and, and brandy she's telling me and i go that's because he's going to be a preacher one day yeah. He's hearing the word of God right now. Yeah. He had the, the John the Baptist moment. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Listening to Steve Holy Spirit was moving, man. Well, wow. uh, but, but, so go ahead and tell everybody, though, that doesn't know what, what your son's name is. So, so my son's name is Jeremiah Lawson. So we named him after Dr. Lawson. And I got to uh, introduce my wife to Dr. Lawson and kind of tell him um, that we were naming our son after him. And he was... Um, uh, he was, you know, he was, he was shocked and he was, uh, encouraged, edified, um, thankful, uh, that we were doing that. And I was really going to wait until shepherd's conference this year because he's due around shepherd's conference. Mm. Uh, G3. But, oh yeah. G3. That's right. G3. Uh, but it's one of those, you never know if you're going to make it down yeah. there at that time. So, uh, right. I said, well, we might as well go meet him now and let him know now. Wow. Oh, oh, you you meant you? I thought you were talking about Steve. I'm like, he's not that old, dude. Come on, that's that's <laughs> that's harsh. Wow. <laughs> so, so Matthew, uh, you uh, at one point, uh, well, you still do, um, from what I from what I understand, like to skate, skateboard. That's right. Yeah, dude, yeah. I just found my skateboard the other day in the trailer. So uh, when you come to Atlanta for G3, yeah. Uh, we may have to hit up that parking lot. I'm just saying. Let's go, man. Yeah, I. I mean, I'm. I'm old. I'm 43. You know, but I. Um, and it. It. It feels better and it hurts worse than ever. So <laughs> it's just. It's great. I've just never been able to stop. It's been the only thing that I. You know, enjoyed doing uh, since I was a kid. So I, I mean, I owned a skateboard shop from 1994 oh, wow. through nice, 2008 on and off. And oh, um, right, yeah, so that's. It's been my world. That's how I learned, you know, video and stuff. Because oh, cool. You got to teach yourself how to do everything when you're skateboarding. Who's Can you do uh, a kickflip? Yep. Dude, look at that. That's the only, that's only skating question I know. Sorry. Yeah. No, no problem. Who's your favorite That's a good skater? one. Oh, man. That's a good question. And you can uh, go, I mean, I don't even know who skaters are now, but I mean, definitely from, from history. Yeah. You know. Yeah, so my favorite skateboarder is uh, Wonton Animal Chin. Okay, <laughs> did you what have you gone on the search for him yet? What's that? Yeah, yeah, I stay searching for him. There you go. Yeah, and second to that, maybe Lance Mountain. Um, he's, okay. he's uh, you know, he since I was a little kid. I mean, it was in the in the mid '80s to late '80s. You know, in the Bones Brigade Bones era. Brigade, yeah. Yeah. So uh, Lance Mountain was always the kind of the weird one and I'm, I'm always been the weird one too. And so, you know, I've kind of identified with that. And then later in life found out that Lance is a believer and oh, wow. you know, lo right. yeah, loves Jesus. And uh, I've gotten to be connected with a, a, a good bit of you know, Christian skateboarders who live out there. A couple guys um, from closer to y'all's era, a guy named Brian Sumner has become a good friend over the years. And he was, he was a big skateboarder, you know, in the, in the aughts, in the noughties. And uh, is um, 
he was actually saved like at an altar call uh, thing that this guy from Alabama went out there and was doing. And, but I mean, he's never looked back and he's, you know, becoming more and more um, convinced of the, the truths of historic Christianity, you might say. Nice. And um, yeah, several others. So that's just, that's kind of my little weird subculture. Wow, I mean, it's awful. probably pretty obvious to everybody. You look at Puritan and Logical and Fire, and you think that's yeah, a skateboarder that's doing yeah, all that. <laughs> right. I'm yeah. sure that sk- I'm sure the Puritans would have skateboarded, guys. Yeah, I, I'm I'm sure they would have. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm definitely a man without a country because, like, the skate scene is kind of like, what is it that you do? You're interested in like history and stuff, and mm-hmm. you know, same kind of thing. Yeah. No, th- I mean that reminds me just of my uncle because. Uh, uh, my uncle's 12 years older than me, but, um, you know, he's the one that got me into skateboarding as a kid and uh, introduced me to the Bones Brigade and mm-hmm. you know, Steve Caballero and Tony Hawk and all those guys. Yeah. And he got me my first copy of The Search for Animal Chin. So, yeah. And then I wore that tape out. Nice. Um, so it's just, uh, I mean, I can relate definitely. Um, Cab's a believer too, man. Cab really? got pretty, pretty radically saved. Yeah, he's a... Uh, I was just out at the Banner of Truth conference with a with a guy um, uh, named uh, Josh Viatoro, and he's a pastor in San Jose, or he's a worship leader in San Jose, and uh, skateboards and stuff. We just know each other from social media. I'm like, bro, you should come down and come to the Banner conference with me. So he was telling me he's kind of giving me the lowdown on like the San Jose skate scene, and he said he remembers when Cab got saved and how just what a massive turnaround it was, and how he's just been all about Jesus ever since. Wow, that's nice. Awesome. Fairly recent, man. Dude, cool. So pretty soon, your your next documentary is going to be Bones Brigade for Jesus. Yeah. It might be, but I tell you, look, you heard it here first because this is connected to that. But I I really want to do um, a revival and revivalism documentary. Oh my god, ta- it's it's basically a history of America, and it's connected to why. Out in California, it's basically just all Calvary Chapel churches that are fairly mm-hmm. atheological because, mm-hmm. you know, you have confessional re- Christian, you know, you have the Re- Reformation, the Puritans, the Great Confessions. Those guys come over to the States, they establish seminaries, and then the country starts growing. Mm-hmm. And, you know, every year the seminaries are turning out four, five, 10, 20 guys and they can't keep up. And so then, boom, gold rush and whatever, everybody's out in California. And all the reformed confessional guys are kind of on the East Coast still. Mm. So, you know, you're having you're, you're having people just kind of like circuit ride and go around and you know preach what they can. So that's why to this day, there's still a massive lack of reformed Orthodox, you know, historic Christianity in in California. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, speaking about Calvary Chapel, that was uh, that reminds me of gosh what was it the jesus people movement yeah Yeah. you know out there with you know and lonnie frisbee and you know all the controversy that surrounded him and john wimber came out of that as well uh so you get the vineyard movement Um, yeah some weird stuff in there yeah but but by and large there's the the calvary chapel guys are encouraging because um you know they're they believe in the bible and they Mm -hmm. think that you need to teach the bible verse by verse uh, it's just that when they were kind of coming, all these Jesus people, all these hippies are getting saved. They get to the book of Acts and like, man, people are being raised from the dead and they're speaking mm-hmm. in some kind of other language. So apparently right. we're supposed to do this stuff. Yeah. You know? <laughs> and so, you know, there, there's an emphasis on that. But um, I'll tell you something encouraging about 
um, when we when we were just out there, we were the Banner Conference was at a um, Calvary Chapel Bible College, um, mm. which they weren't. They're usually not very friendly to you know Reformed theology, but uh, Brian Broderson, who became kind of the heir apparent of that movement after his father-in-law Chuck Smith died, mm-hmm. uh, he bought a copy of Logic on Fire for every Calvary Chapel church wow. in his denomination. We're talking about many, many thousands of copies that we gave him to him at cost and said, yes, please. And so, you know, he's he's very much more interested. I mean, the guy's not confessionally reformed, but he loves the Lord Jesus and he's very sympathetic to Spurgeon and Lloyd-Jones and, you know, other men that he recognizes know the word of God and preach it, you know, with, with power. So, you know, so they're, uh, they're turning out a lot of uh, young, restless and reformed guys because they have such a big emphasis on read your Bible, understand your Bible, Mm. you know, pray, pray, pray. And so weird things happen when you do that. Well, and and, I mean, man, the, the irony, but not of them getting the logic on fire documentary and of course lloyd jones talked a ton about revival yeah um mm-hmm. and man that's incredible mm-hmm. yeah i mean when we went out there it was hilarious we pat daly is the guy who runs the banner of truth in the states and he was introducing me to the it guy they just brought me out there to live stream the conference and to yep. get to hang out and the it guy this I, this does not happen but he was like, oh, yeah, it's Matthew, you're Matthew Robinson from Edie Gratier. You know, we just both laughed like, you know, who told you? Uh, and he's like, no, we love the podcast. We love Media Gratier. Like, you guys are huge out here in California. You know, wow, like, that's awesome. yeah, like tell the people back in Mississippi that, you know, we're not, <laughs> yeah, we're not, yeah. we're not huge anywhere. Uh, but but it's, it's a direct result to of that thing that happened where Brian gave everybody the deluxe edition of Logic on Fire, which has a week of the Behold Your God study in it, mm, yeah. which has caused a lot of those churches to go through the Behold Your God study, which has caused people to continue to read Christian history. Mm-hmm. And, you know, yeah. it's that path that all of us have gotten on at some point and said, wow. But, Man, wow. That's incredible. <laughs> I, I, yeah, that, you know, that reminds me, I, there was somebody who said to me last year, uh, was it last year or earlier this year? I can't, it doesn't matter. Uh, you know, that talked about true discipleship only happens on a, on a Sunday morning, um, you know, at, at, at the church, you know, the preaching of the word from the pulpit to the people that are there and that, that it doesn't happen through podcasts. It doesn't happen through listening to sermons and stuff like that. And it just, mm-hmm. you know, at the time I, I didn't respond to the comment just because number one of who said it and number two, just the environment we were in, but I just remember thinking that's just not true. I, I mean, going back to what we were saying in our episode earlier, it's just the means of social media and using that. Look at what that can do. Look at what the Lord can do with that in someone's yeah. life. I mean, for me, I, I, was, I was a part of a church who who didn't uh, had a big problem with Reformed theology and specifically certain aspects of the doctrines of grace. And I didn't know enough to be able to articulate the argument. I just knew I believed in it. Uh, yeah. And it was it was through the Grace to You app. And listen wow. to Dr. John MacArthur go through mm-hmm. the doctrines of grace systematically, expositionally, uh, and then of course the One Passion app with Dr. Lawson as well that helped me be able to do that. I mean, and, and then look at this what you just shared, um, and and how the yeah. Lord is using that to spark and build uh, revival and revivalism. That that's incredible, man. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it's it's never ever ever meant to um, replace the means Correct. of grace, right, which right, is right, preaching right. the word of God. You know, Absolutely. which I know you I know you agree with that. Yes, but to yeah. say that it's useless, uh, that's just crazy. I mean, I've I've listened to recordings of Martin Lloyd Jones preaching fifty years ago, yes. and the Lord deal with me in, yes, in serious yeah. ways. And you know, who hasn't? you know, gone on a Paul Washer binge and had to be pulled out of it. Like, oh, right. listen to something like, it's okay, man. You know? um, I mean, you know, the Lord can use those things and does use those things. Um, there's a, I've used this illustration all the time, but there's an old joke where a guy goes into a bar in the West and out West in the cowboy days and orders an iced tea. And the guy says, sorry, we don't have ice. And he's, mm-hmm. why not? And, well, because the guy who had the recipe died and we don't know how to make it. You know, so there's a time, there was a time when the guy who had the recipe could die and you just wouldn't know. Right. You, you didn't have access to books. So if some trusted person told you, look, that whole Calvinism thing and reform, that's bad. You just said, okay, that's bad. I I won't go down that road. Mm -hmm. But now you can say like, wait, hold on. Why is reform theology bad? Click. You know, and you can go investigate it for yourself and see, you know, for yourself if it's if it's what the scriptures teach or not. And that's that's huge. Well, that'll do it for this episode of Between the Matters. We want to thank our guest Matthew Robinson for joining us. Head on over to mediagratier.org or themeansofgrace.org. Grab some documentaries, grab some resources, check out the Behold Your God podcast. You won't regret it. You will be blessed. We also want to thank you for listening. So with that, we will catch you on the next one.